Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Fight Fan with Pete Hoffman time. Y'all must have forgot why we the best. People say the punches weren't really necessary. What do you mean, why were they not necessary? Because he was already knocked out at that point. But it, the referee hadn't pulled me off. And my job is to hit somebody till the referee pulls me off. So to so those people, I would say, maybe don't watch him and they go back to soccer. You know, I made history here tonight. I set another record. It's my name in history one more time. WFAN and Odyssey.com. You guys caught me under under a bad bad time, but you know what I'm saying? The rock's cool. I like ballers. I like ballers. You know what I'm saying? But he picked the wrong side. He picked another side so he could get it too. He could get his ass whipped too. Straight up. With all due respect, he could get it too. I definitely wanna defend my 145 about. And let's see, I'm gonna talk to Dana. Dana, tomorrow I'm gonna call you. We're gonna have a talk. I love you, boy. Here's your Fight Fan host, Pete Hoffman. This is the Fight Fan with your host, Pete Hoffman. Follow me at the Hop WFAN, at the Fight Fan WFAN on Twitter, at the Fight Fan with Pete Hoffman, everywhere else on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, WFAN.com, and the Odyssey app. Uh, if you don't know, I am hosting all month, the rest of the month, the rest of December, Monday through Friday. On the fan, check me out Monday through Friday, midnight to 5 a.m., maybe sometimes a little bit before midnight, sometimes a little bit after 5, depending on the day. But I will be here all the rest of the week, Monday through Friday, uh, the rest of the month, I should say, rest uh, Monday through Friday, up until January 3rd when I go back to producing the midday show with Tiki and Tierney. So check me out if you guys are interested. We will talk fights on air as well if you guys are interested in doing that too. So always just follow me at the Hop WFAN for all those details. That being said, let us recap really quick what happened last weekend. I don't know if you guys heard my take on it at all, but really quickly, Amanda Nunes versus Juliana Pena was the most shocking fight uh, in quite some time. We've seen that level of GSP versus Matt Serra. We've seen even when Holly Holm beat Ronda Rousey, uh, even when uh, you know, even when Amanda Nunes beat Ronda Rousey. Those type of things. Even though Rousey, uh, Rousey versus um, Amanda Nunes was a little different because at that point in time we expected Ronda Rousey was not the same fighter. Being a, a year off, we've seen Amanda Nunes, what she can do. A lot of people overhyped Ronda Rousey. And I, so for me, I kind of expected that to happen. So 
Uh, that maybe is not as much of a shocker, but the GSP Metzer one was definitely up there. Also, the Nate Diaz versus Conor McGregor when when Nate Diaz tapped Conor McGregor, that's always one you could definitely put up there as well. There's been a few. There's definitely been a few, but Amanda Nunes, Juliana Pena was definitely up there. And I mean, I was sitting home watching a fight with my kid, with my wife, and they were jumping up and down when the fact that they were throwing. Haymakers or jabs in that second round. Julia Pena really just, she took a right hook, seen the damage was there, but she decided to, you know, screw it, put caution to the wind and just start throwing. And Amanda Nunes, I don't think, was ready for that. And that really was the, the difference in the fight. And eventually, Nunes, I don't think, was fully prepared. I really don't think she was prepared. And sometimes it's better for people like Amanda Nunes who. I think I've heard other people talk about it where they, you know, having that belt for so long to lose it kind of makes them feel a little bit better. I don't know why, but sometimes they feel like to get that loss out of the way, to, to lose that belt, to come back from it. And that's how we're going to have to see. Is Amanda Nunes going to be able to come back from that loss? If she does, then maybe this was best for her. But some, some people don't. So it, it's... Very, it's going to be an interesting moment to see if she could rebound. I don't think she was fully prepped because she didn't look fully prepped. She definitely didn't. She didn't look all in on that fight. Um, congratulations, Julia Juliana Pena, though. That was ridiculous. And now we'll see what happens. Is she going to get the immediate rematch versus uh, Amanda Nunes? Is she going to see who else is available? Um, I mean, there's always talk of Shevchenko. Is that a fight that Julia Pena maybe wants to go do? Maybe does she want to go down to 125? Because Shevchenko's been having issues trying to find people to fight as well. I mean, does she go champ-champ status? Uh, who knows? That That's very much debatable. Then you have uh, clearly the the main event with Dustin Poirier, Charles Oliveira. Listen, I picked Oliveira to win the fight. I wanted Poirier to win. They, I want that guy to have a belt so bad. There's some people you just really want to have a belt. Like Cowboy Cerrone, too, was one of those guys you just wanted to have him to have the belt. Never happened in the UFC. But you can't take away the, the, the status of the guy. The guy's amazing. He's a great person. And it's just unfortunate because the one thing I knew going into that fight is you do not want to get to the ground with Charles Oliveira. And you saw Dustin Poirier in that first round, they... He allowed that fight to get there, and he got into a situation, and he put, looked like he couldn't get his hand out. And then next thing you know, they were on the ground, and uh, and it just was unfortunate that that Oliveira was able to control that game, control the ground game, and he tired him out, and it was easy pickings going into that last round. Take took us back. And that it was just smooth sailing. Poye needed to keep that thing standing the whole time. And it was grueling. That first round was a tough fight. That first round was a tough, tough fight. But that's how he needed to win that fight. And Charles Oliveira continues to show how he's so, so talented and so versatile um, with, with all of his, with his ground game, with his stand-up. He's at that point where he's an elite level. And I've heard that he wants to fight Conor McGregor. I've heard that he may pass up on the Justin Gaethje fight, which will piss off a lot of people. But, I mean, you're the champ. You can do what you want. Oliveira said that if it was 
if he didn't have the belt, he wouldn't really think of of Conor McGregor right now. But since he has the belt, he could do what he wants, and I respect that. You know, he really has won uh, how many in a row? He looks fantastic. So I I don't disagree with his approach. He's the money fight for sure. Uh, it's always disappointing though the fact that that Charles all that that Conor McGregor gets those type of fights, and you see a guy like Justin Gaethje, a guy like Dustin Poirier. You love to see them hold the belt, but it's going to be held up a little bit longer now. It's always frustrating to see those type of guys not get you know, their shine. We'll see what happens. We see Dustin Poirier now calling out Nate Diaz, and maybe maybe that's a fight that may happen as well. That'll be interesting to see uh, what happens. So th- that's that's the UFC world. Obviously, there's a card coming up this weekend. There's no guests this, this week, by the way. I just decided to you know, call a shot. We've been doing overnights all week, so I, I work in the future to get more guests, but I'll just break these fights down. You know, Derek Lewis versus Chris Dalkus is, is the main event uh, this this weekend's card on uh, UFC fight night. And I, I like Lewis in this fight. I like that Dalkus is, is all in. He's a really good fighter. Uh, you know, the heavyweight division is very interesting. So that that's never going to end. The fact that, you know, you just can be, you never know who's going to win those fights. But I do like Derek Lewis. It depends on what type of head game he has of going into fight. Because this is what we talk about all the time. You know, said this about Amanda Nunes. She wasn't, she didn't look all in. Derek Lewis sometimes doesn't look all in, and if he's not, that's when he's easy picking. If he's all in and and you know thinks he can get another run at running him to get to the title, then Chris Dalkus is the guy that's got. He's got to really prove beat him as soon as possible. And he might be in some situations, and the fight could go to the ground for a second. But if it's a stand-up fight and he's all in, I think Derek, Derek Lewis will, will will have easy pickings there. Stephen Wonderboy Thompson versus Bilal Muhammad. Bilal has really been making a case in that welterweight division to to climb up the rankings and maybe uh, potentially put himself in a title fight in the near future. Uh, you know, obviously Leon Edwards is before him and some others. But, you know, this is consideration. Depending on how he handles Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, Thompson... No matter what, maybe he's not the most exciting fighter at times. I mean, he's got some knockouts. Clearly, he's he's one of the best karate uh, skilled fighters that we've seen in, in so long. He's a difficult test. He's a difficult fighter. He's unorthodox. You can't get it's never easy. So that's the di- most difficult part of Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. It's not that you can't crack the code, but it takes a while to get there. And I'm not sure if Bilal Muhammad can crack the code. We'll see. Uh, there's also mental. Lemos versus Angela Hill. Love seeing Hill back in, but Lemos is 10 1 1, so that'll be an interesting strawweight fight. Uh, San Sal versus Ricky Simon. I know uh, Simon is really trying to get back in the Bantamweight division to move his way up in the rankings. There's Cub Swanson on the card versus Darren Elkins. Love Cub Swanson. Love seeing him fight, so that'll be exciting. Derek, Darren Elkins is one of those guys who's so tough, tough as nails, doesn't give up. Uh, so that'll be very interesting to see him fight. Because uh, you just never, the Cubs wants is going to be trading punches left and right. And Elkins, we'll see if he'll be able to withstand that. Um, undercard, pretty good fights, too. You start off with uh, Jordan Leavitt, Matt Sales, Dante Mays versus Josh Parson, Raquel Pennington on the card versus Macy Chisson. Macy, I like her in that fight. We'll see how that goes. Raquel Pennington is going to be a tough test, though. Charles Jordan versus Andre Uul, Sajaro Eubanks versus Melissa Gatto, Justin Taffa. I want to see how he does, how he returns versus Harry Hunsucker. You know, love those heavyweight fights, so that'll be interesting. Ronnie Porcellos versus Victor Henry. And then the main prelim event is Dustin Stolzvis versus Gerald Merchardt. 
And then uh, miss one of the fight on the main card. It's going to be uh, Carlos Diego Ferreira versus Matiz Gamrot. That'll be an interesting fight. Love the Diego Ferreira, but Gamrot is 19-1-0 with one no contest. It is going to be an interesting card to say the least, but it should be a good one to end, end the year, which is awesome. You know, and maybe we'll have another podcast next week just to recap this, talk about some stuff. We, we will talk, you know, I'm going to recap the Jake Paul Tyron Woodley fight. I'm looking forward to that. I know it's crazy to say that I'm looking forward to Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley too, but I truly do think that Tyron Woodley has an opportunity to, I don't want to say shock the world because really uh, the casuals are the ones that are that are in on Jake Paul, but for the us fight fans out there that are realistic, Jake Paul is not the best boxer, but he's chosen his opponents well. Tyron Woodley I think was feeling out of his oats the first Jake Paul fight. Couldn't figure it out because he was his first time boxing. I think he landed some good punches and figured it out a little bit more. And I think now that he's uh, uh, not saying he's a veteran to the boxing world, but had that experience, I think now he knows how to approach uh, Jake Paul. And he's always training. I think he's always ready. So I, I think he's a gamer, and I think he knows that he could he could definitely knock out Jake Paul. So this would be interesting. The other inter- interesting fight is Frank Gore. And Darren Williams, and it'll that'll be funny. Uh, funny. I don't know if it's be funny to watch, but it's fun to watch. It'll be interesting and funny that I, funny that I'm gonna buy this fight. That's what's funny. You know, the funny thing is that I'm gonna actually put my money on this fight and 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 watch it because I don't know why I do it to myself, but and it's it's where the sport's headed. If it's not MMA, the boxing world really isn't finding the entertainment entertaining fights. So what they're doing is really a good job of building some talent. Uh, or entertaining fights that people are going to buy into. And Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley, they were supposed to be Tommy Fury, but there's something behind that. And on top of that, you got, you know, Darren Williams versus Frank Gore, and those are two names in both of their respective sports of football and basketball. So people are can connect to that. So it's going to be interesting to see those two. I think I like Frank Gore in this fight for sure. Darren Williams is the bigger of the two, but, but Frank Gore... Dude, that guy looks like he's going to lay him out. I mean, I, I feel bad about Darren Williams. I don't know how much he trains, how long he's been training for, but I do like uh, I do like Frank Gorn in this fight, that's for sure. All right, guys, listen, I've had a long day because I just finished wrapping up a five-hour shift on the fan. I appreciate you guys for listening. Hopefully you guys enjoy the fights. I'll have my picks out um, Saturday, as always, so go check that out there. Follow me at the Hop WFAN on Twitter. At the Five Fan, WFAN on Twitter. At the Five Fan with Pete Hoffman everywhere else. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, WFAN.com, and the Odyssey app. And again, all month, the rest of the month, the next two weeks, I will be on overnights, Monday through Friday, midnight to five-ish, depending on the start time. The end time might change, but pretty much every overnight from Monday through Friday for the end of the year, I will be on the fan. So listen to me there. Uh, interact with me there. We can talk fights if you guys want to on there as well. Uh, but thank you again for tuning in to the Fight Fan with Pinoff, and I will see you guys next week.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.